From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. It is Monday the 23rd of May and wow, hasn't the world changed in the past uh, 48 hours? At the moment, the Labor, the Liberal National Party have 52 seats, the ALP 72. We've got others sitting with 15 and we still have 12 in doubt. The target, of course, to govern is 76 in your own right. So we still don't know where we're sitting or what is going on. And that makes it damn tough for employers at the moment to know exactly what is going on and employees as well. As we know, over the past two years, a number of landmark court decisions have sent shockwaves through the industrial relations landscape. And in particular, in relation to the use of casuals and independent contractors. The Fair Work Act has already been amended to reflect these decisions, but what does Saturday's result mean for employment law? Joining me on the line now is Kyle Scott, who is the head of Australian Business Lawyers and Advisors. Good morning and thanks for your time, Kyle. Good morning, Tracy. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Now, obviously, uh, the industrial relations landscape could change dramatically with the changing government, but at the moment, all we can deal with is what's in front of us. Yeah, I think that's right. Obviously, a really interesting weekend that we've just had. And I think at this stage, the question is whether or not the Labor Party can form a majority government in its own right, or whether it needs to effectively rely on some of those cross benches or other minority parties to form a minority government. But I think either way, given you know the number of so-called Peel independence and the number of Greens that are likely to be in the lower house, I think my, my sense at least is that the Labor Party will have, have the numbers, if not themselves, then with others who are aligned to their policies, will have enough to start to pursue their, their policy agenda that they took to the election. What do you think we'll see change? Do you think we will see a change in the definition of uh, independent contractors or casuals? I mean, we know that the casualisation of our workforce is well and truly, you know, it's entrenched. It, it's been here for a, for a fair while now. Do you see that changing? Yeah, short answer is yes, I do. Um, I think the, the ALP probably took two or three key themes or policy ideas to the election. They were higher wages more secure jobs, secondly, and then um, a lot of policies looking at kind of uh, gender equality within the workplace and things like that. And so I think security of employment and that under that kind of umbrella falls casual employment, um, labour hire, even gig economy workers. That was a real focus for the ALP. And so I think casual employment, notwithstanding that the kind of numbers of casual employment haven't really changed that much over the last 20 years. I think there's just been this huge focus on insecure insecure work and looking at um, trying to reduce the number of casuals and get them into permanent roles. So I think the ALP will focus on that. Mm. It's just a question of, you know, the priority list of all the different things that they want to achieve. But, you know, employment laws in this country just are constantly changing and I think you know three or four years ago there was a fairly significant case that that looked at the definition of casual that then went all the way to the high court and a couple of years ago we finally got some clarity from the high court where they said 
this is the definition of casual. Mm. And um, potentially now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a, a Labor government will effectively look to overturn or overrule the, that High Court decision around who is a casual. Do you see uh, the Fair Work Ombudsman uh, in their sights or do you think that that's been so long established now that it potentially won't be decimated? So there's a few different regulators out there. I know that the Australian Building and Construction Commission is the one which is tasked with um, you know, pursuing what so-called rogue unions um, on construction sites, so very much focused on the CFMEU. Um, that's been a bit of a political football, so each time the government changes, that commission is either killed off or set up again. <laughs> and so I think under the Labor government, they will look to kill off the Australian Building and Construction Commission. We then also have a registered organisations commission that looks at governance of registered organisations, so both unions and employer groups um, or employer um, bodies. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a there's a move to kill off that body. Um, but turning to your question around the Fair Work Ombudsman, the Labor Party are a big supporter of the Fair Work Ombudsman. They're effectively the police mm. on the beat um, looking to enforce and looking at compliance with Australian workplace laws. Um, I think we'll see the ALP provide further funding to the Fair Work Ombudsman. And so we'll see, you know, more activity in that space. And I think we really have seen more activity in that space anyway over the last five years with the concerns around wage theft and some big employers having underpayment issues. Mm. It's already been quite a focus, and I think that will continue. Now, you've got a... Uh... <laughs> An update for us all. You're uh, you're going to actually try and uh, unpack what the uh, what the election actually means. You, you've got a workplace update that's happening uh, at Walls and Diggers tomorrow, and then you've got a, a little bit more um, far reaching. You know, what does the election result mean for for workplaces happening on uh, on June two? So, Kyle, why are these so important for employers to to get across? Number one, where we're up to at the moment and to get that update. And then number two, to make sure that you do pay attention on June 2 to find out what is going to be happening and what the election will do to employment. Yeah, well, I think these events that we're running that you've mentioned are really targeted at kind of that small to medium-sized businesses out there who might not have, you know, 10-person internal HR teams mm -hmm. or legal teams or industrial relations teams. And the reality is, if you're a small or medium-sized business and you, you focus on running your organisation, you, you're not always, you know, you're not always able to stay up to date mm. with a constantly moving feast that is, you know, the laws in this country around workplace law. And so, um, obviously, it's an important thing um, we've seen over the last five years where businesses have got it wrong. There's not just that legal exposure to the business there's also the financial exposure in terms of potential underpayments or things like that if you get it wrong and there's also very much more these days with social media the reputational risk to a business that gets in trouble if they've done if they haven't done everything correctly the laws are very complex so the purpose of these events is to really try and help um, businesses out there who are trying to do the right thing try and help them to understand what they need to do and give them some tips so that they can go and do that and comply with laws and, and you know, provide their employees with fair, fair wages and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and so that's what we're looking to do um, tomorrow and then again next Thursday with a webinar that we're running. 
And look, the thing is, at the end of the day, 99% of businesses are trying their hardest to do the right thing. And, you know, these laws, as you said, they're changing almost daily. There's changes in definitions. There's changes in workplace. You know, trying to keep up with safe work is is a full-time job. So it it is just making sure that you are dotting those I's and crossing those T's. Uh, absolutely, like it's it's a moving feast. It's hard to stay on top of it, and it's really important. So, um, I encourage businesses if they've got the time to get out there and try and be proactive around this space. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is the law is going to change. You're going to be behind the eight ball, and then that's where things can you can come unstuck. And through no fault of your own, ignorance is not a defence anymore. We're not allowed to say that I didn't know about it. That's not a defence anymore. Look, Carl, thank you so much for your time. I uh, I do look forward to catching up with you as uh, as these uh, the Labor Party gets uh, gets moving, and uh, God knows what the first hundred days will look like. But it's certainly going to see a change in uh, in what our workplaces look like. And uh, as we said, we know that they're after the minimum wage to be raised. They're after wage uh, wage increases. But on the other other side of that is obviously the red tape and, and everything that businesses need to go through. So I'd really love to stay uh, stay across this with you, if that's all right. Yeah, Tracy, that, that sounds great. I think there'll be plenty to talk about. Just a little bit. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. That is Kyle Scott, who is the Newcastle head of the Australian Business Lawyers and Advisors. And if you are interested, if you would like to uh, to just get yourself across what's happening, there is a workplace update that's being held at Walls End Diggers tomorrow. It's 8 o'clock to 9.30. And if you go to uh, ablawyers.com.au, you'll find all of the details there of, uh, of how you can get into this, uh, this update. It is free, so it doesn't cost you a thing. And then, of course, there is also the webinar, which which is happening next Thursday, which is what does the election result mean? Um, there's there's obviously a health check you need to go through with your business every year, and uh, this election will certainly be changing some of those laws. So just keep yourself across it. As I said, ignorance is no longer a defence. Go with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.